Welcome to another episode of Film Stuff. Today's episode is sponsored by... Puzzles! <laughs> no, we got a jigsaw puzzle to do during our lockdown in Berlin, and we've been working on it, like, every day for, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's coming along pretty yeah. well. Today we're talking about video jobs that you shouldn't apply to. Mm, great big red flags and job postings, because there's a bunch of them. So I thought it was kind of interesting looking at job posting, and kind of you can kind of guess what they are what the vibe is going to be like and for people who are looking for jobs in video world uh might not be uh aware of these kind of things so i thought it would be nice to kind of talk about how much time did you spend gathering these job posts like 10 minutes yeah me too it was like a it was like a five to ten minute affair yeah so we looked at a lot of uh different countries true and i will also make a note that we included a mix of known and unknown companies some startup corporate agency places you've house. heard of places you haven't heard of product it was a good mix and also there's a lot of now businesses video became a really big thing like, it's a huge part of marketing strategy now so lots of companies that didn't have video before are looking for a video creator producer who can be in charge of video content creation right before we get to the real postings what is your number one i don't even click on it when it's this job title there's like um, digital content creator. Okay, why not? What does that even mean? <laughs> like, you know, it really tells a lot that the company doesn't really know what they're looking for. Digital content. What is, like for me, it's like, what's digital even mean? Everything online is digital. But like offline, there's digital stuff. So mm. like, I, I think the kind of, um, I would say vague term, that's big red flag for you yeah it has to be specific i think to be really appealing like it means like they actually has done the job knows what it means and kind of know what they're looking for the other thing i can't stand is if the word viral appears anywhere in the job post i don't even bother because that says to me you don't really understand how it works because like you can't manufacture virality and anybody that says you can is cheating (laughs) So a video editor to handle viral videos? No, thank you. I don't want to work for you. Yeah. There's a lot of like marketing buzzwords that people use to put on the job description yes. that doesn't really mean anything. Mean anything or actually it's not related to the job right. itself. And which means I feel like you don't know what, what job this entitles. Right. So like let's kind of go right. through one and then see what it is. So this first job. So I looked at a Korean one. It's like a video producer, and they're looking for experienced uh, video producers. Okay. So basically, there's usually two sections. There's role specifics, job duties, about the job, about what you'll be doing. And then there's usually another section that's requirements, experience, or what we're looking for about the job applicant, right? Those are the Mm -hmm. only two things that we should probably go Mm -hmm. into. So what's the role specifics? Tell me about the the job. Role specific. So produce, film, and also edit the video that's going on this certain certain app or okay. something. Produce, film, and edit videos that's going to go on YouTube. What else? Promotional videos okay. on something. Promotional videos. All right, tell me about the requirements for the role. You have to have three years or more experience. You have to have experience actually producing and filming and also have deep knowledge of it. Okay. <laughs> oh! What? The world he hates 
YouTube viral content experience. Eh, no, thank you. Pass. <laughs> and you have to have experience. No, you don't have to know. You have to be very good at, very good at, it. at editing softwares. And also After Effect, which is a very different editing yeah. tool. It's not an editing tool. It's a motion graphic right. tool. Okay, so let me stop you right there. We don't need to hear anymore. I think mm -hmm. this is enough. So first of all, this is a wide pass for me. Mm -hmm. And the number one reason is produce, film, edit. You are looking at small-time candidates. You must know this as a company. You are not looking for anybody that has deep knowledge of any one particular area. Because like... Domain knowledge is usually restricted to one part of the filmmaking process because it's a collaborative medium. So for YouTube, yes, Susie and I do everything. We come up with the concept, we write the script, we film it, we edit it, we post it, we optimize it. We do all that stuff ourselves for YouTube. But if you're traditional film background, you don't do all that stuff. You're good at one thing. Maybe you have some general knowledge of a lot of different domains, but you're not what was it? Deep knowledge of things, lots of three years experience. Like your, this job posting will only attract candidates that are not traditionally trained with a film background. That is completely true. Any of my real filmmaking friends are going to be like, hells to the no to this position. Exactly, because you're only, you're producing it all by yourself, actually making it by yourself, and also you're editing by yourself. <laughs> no, it's a rare bird who can do all of that well on the same video. Mm -hmm. And I think I, I roll at this. They actually, I, the one really great thing about this job posting was they actually listed their tools and their camera. Sony A7s, DJI Ronin. Sky panel, LED lights, and Blackmagic 4K. I'm like, how are you using Sony and Blackmagic at the same time? Yeah, and you're, also, you're not. You're not. Except for Blackmagic, Sony is not a video camera. So if you're offering this, no video producers or yeah. actual cameraman will like, like this job. So this is great. This job position would be great if you are a YouTuber and you are looking to make a move to professional something. If you want to work in corporate video, this is a pretty good company. It's You're going to be responsible for all of it. It's basically come be a creator for our company. That's what this is. But also the company doesn't seem to really have a clear emphasis on building an actual video production team. team. They're mostly interested in one person who can make some video content for them. Mm -hmm. So it, it depends on what your professional aspirations are. But for me, this is a non-serious film job posting. Mm -hmm. This is a, we're looking for somebody with YouTube experience that can do everything for us because we don't want to actually create a team to do this. That's exactly what this job is telling. Next one. So this one is in uh, Los Angeles. Here's a job title. Videographer slash video editor slash video production. Already don't do, even Do I it. even need to read the rest? <laughs> it's the same thing that we just talked about. Mm. There's, you want a person to do a lot of job, which mm. means you are not serious about this job and it's gonna be someone who doesn't know about video and you're gonna headbutt with this, your boss about video creation because they don't clearly don't understand how the job works. Yeah. Yep. Go on. Okay. So your duties and tasks. Uh, as video producer and editor on our team, you will be managing pre-production, production, and post-production editing of video projects. Okay. Blah. <laughs> Maintaining video equipment. Organizing a redundant video workflow with a combination of cloud and RAID storage. Encoding videos for any required format and uploaded to media sources. Capable of working alone as well as with a production team. Oh, you have to work alone for every job? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> You should have your own camera equipment and software. Okay. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop right there. 
I knew that was going to cook your goose. I knew it. <laughs> Personal experience. That's never a good sign. No, that's a hun- that's a super big red flag. Your own software and equipment. Which means they're not even going to provide you with actual uh, computer to work on. It's not that it's so expensive. Uh, the software, I mean, it's expensive, of course. And camera gears is expensive. And if you're serious about video work like us, we own camera gear. Right. So it's not like a big deal for us. But also like on a job, if it's get ruined... You know, mm. whose responsible is it? Right. I was doing a job for the company on my own equipment. There's no liability or insurance for that. And this Unless, is, you know, like you agreed on some sort of deal. But like still, like if you are working for a contract and then it comes up that they don't have the right equipment. Well, either you can rent the equipment or we rent our equipment to them. So the equipment is ours, but included in that is a rental rate. So you're welcome to use my equipment, but you must pay for it. And included in that price is enough to cover things like insurance, liability. There'll be clauses in the contract about who's responsible for the damage of equipment, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do that. We definitely don't recommend that you just freely lend your equipment. And if you're posting a job post, we also really don't recommend that you make decisions about who you hire based on what equipment that they own. That's a terrible way to pick, for example, a director of photography based on what camera they have. No good. There's so many easy ways to rent cameras now. There's so many cheap cameras that can get you decent enough looking footage that there's really no reason to have to provide your own laptop, your own editing software, and your own camera. It's never, yeah, which also underlines that this company is not serious about video work and you shouldn't really invest your time who the company that's not serious about video work, really. This is like, uh uh-uh. Amateur hour. Amateur hour. Let's move on to the next one. Yeah. This job posting is in Berlin Mm. and it's called Digital and Video Artist. Digital and Video Artist. Interesting. Okay. The responsibility of this job is art direction for our marketing and social media activities across all market. Okay. Create compelling performance marketing materials for different media channels where you would be called to challenge art concepts, apply A-B testing strategy to the assets, and stay on the top of the market trends. Okay. Not bad, right? Okay, Okay. Okay. Wait a minute, though, but I'm getting slightly conflicting messages because we have artist and challenge artist assumptions, and then we have A-B test performance marketing, which is a little bit conflicting because I'm not sure, do you want me to be an artist or do you want me to be a performance marketer? Those are two extremely different things. That's true. Support marketing content and social media team with day-to-day asset creation product presentation, conference keynotes, website skins, banners, teasers, video overlays, merchandise, etc. Merchandise? Okay, pause. This is all over the place. This is all over the place. Am I doing performance marketing? Am I creating image assets? Am I making video? Like, am I managing projects and stakeholders? Like, this is like all over the place as a job post, no? I had a really red flag on this because I, as I told you, digital media and digital is never good because like, what does that even mean? And then on top of that, I actually have to create printed material. Printed material. Totally different games. Totally different games. Like, who designs for like packaging and labels. Oh no. And like actually tangible things. Completely different. Different skills than looking at video and recording a sound design. 
is totally right. different. And then also, and then you have to create for banners on the website. Okay, yeah. So Come on. in terms of marketing collateral, there's lots of different types of collateral. There's print collateral, there's physical materials collateral, and then there's digital collateral. Then there's things like ads, banners, that kind of stuff. Those are not the same thing. It doesn't all come out of some sort of design department. Like they're usually videos handled by video team, ads is handled by a performance marketing team, and then any of your print assets or is handled by a design team, okay? Yeah. And then merchandise might even be outsourced to another company, mm -hmm. okay? Exactly. They're all handled by different teams. This company is asking for one individual person to handle a whole bunch of different asset types. No one is going to be good at all of those. For them, I would recommend get a project manager who can deal with freelancers exactly. and they create exactly. materials. That's no good. This is a no-no. I told no you about no. digital, right? That's digital a no -no. and video artists, come on! That's no-no. And then you have to be familiar with performance marketing. Who in the Which world? is a whole different thing. Listen, being good at performance marketing and then being able to make visual assets are two completely different jobs. And skill sets and uh, nobody yeah. will ever overlap. And very few people are interested in both. Like, no one is interested yeah. in both. That's a bad job ad. Yeah. Okay. This is a video editor position in Los Angeles. Partnering with creative producers and post-production team, assisting video content, end-to-end uh, -end edit, multiple videos and formats, both scripted and unscripted. Mm -hmm. Okay, quickly assemble edits, experiment with different versions of an edit, exploring multiple directions, stay super organized and, uh, you know, follow kind of like the existing workflows. Okay, so far, so good. Has very descriptive of actual editing formats and skills you need. They know what they're talking right. about. Right, this is a company Let's that kind of has it to get it. Requirements for the job. Three years past experience working in a professional environment on digital content. Advanced knowledge of Creative Cloud and Mac OS applications, including Premiere Pro, Photoshop, Illustrator, Media Encoder, After Effects, third-party software. Experience mm. with codecs, image types, resolutions, frame rates. Emphasis on organization and attention to detail, proactive, positive team player. Bachelor's degree in film communication or related field is preferred. So, so far, that sounds mm, pretty good, right? Pretty good. It's, it's a serious job posting. That's a, this is a serious job posting. Why, why is that a red flag for you? Here's the red flag. You ready for it? This is a freelance position with a project rate. All of this sounds like a very serious operation, but it sounds like this is not a full-time job. And it's unlikely to become a full-time gig. That's what it says to me. It says that this is, we need editing help, but we don't want to hire you on our team, even though we have a workflow already. This is a serious position. Why is it not a full-time role? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what you're going to need to know when you do the interview. Mm -hmm. You're going to want the answer to that question. Yeah. I think that it is normal for lots of film work to be project by project. But it's super common. Right. Usually when it's project, it's like for a 90 minute film. It's very clear that this is a project. You're going to have a day rate. It's going to end. This sounds like full time position of work, but they're only offering a project rate mm -hmm. per day. So they don't know also how this project is going to be. Also, they might be full project with their own in-house editors they're looking for, but they're, they're not sure if they should hire or not hire. Right. It really will depend on the actually what Lee said. In, on your interview, and that's one thing you should find out. So in the past, I've worked on a project to produce a series, and in the end, it wasn't renewed for a second season. 
You can be on a project that loses funding at its second round or that wasn't popular. You could be working to build content for a platform that no longer exists in a year because they just didn't make it and they weren't popular enough. Mm -hmm. It could be experimental that the company is testing out a type of content and they're not really sure if it's going to turn into a full-time position and they want six months of data to figure it out. But I've also worked at companies that don't want to hire you and give you medical benefits. I worked for this company that gave me an office and treated me like I was a full-time employee, except I wasn't a full-time employee. I was a permanent contractor. Mm -hmm. So you don't get vacation days, you don't get health coverage. So these are considerations for you and what you want out of your career. If you're really excited about the project, or if you think it has, it can lead somewhere, then that's one thing, but it's really gonna depend on the project and it's really gonna depend on what you want out of your career. Mm -hmm. Good point. Mm. So I also, good point. I also thought it was probably worth reading one that was a good job posting, because mm -hmm. to me, this is a serious position. Yeah, it is. I have a, also a serious, good job posting. Okay. Senior editor. Ooh, senior. Editing multiple styles of video content for a diverse range of clients. Okay. So this is an agency or post-production house, yep. I guess. Engage in the creative vision and concept for episodic content. Oh, great. Editing both live action and animated projects. Okay. Editing audio and sound design on projects. Okay. Okay. Engaged in opportunities to develop original content and concepts for web and mobile. Okay. So they're very clear about episodic, web series, right. maybe digital only, online only videos. So this is actually quite a rarity. Usually when you have digital online editing positions, it's like unclear what type of content this is. This is clearly created scripted content. Mm -hmm. This is a rarity for an actual, is this a full-time position? Mm-hmm. Okay. Requirements. You'll have extensive track record on video production industry, blah, okay. blah, blah. Proficient in software, blah, blah, blah. Right. Exceptional understanding, blah, blah, blah. Also, audio post-production experience is a plus. So they also acknowledge that it's a separate job. So if you do have experience in recording, mixing, and scoring, will be great. What do you think? It sounds like as a senior position, that means that it's a team of a certain size. Mm -hmm. So they're looking for somebody that has enough experience that they can come and take point on some of their larger projects, but they don't know what they're gonna be. So obviously they do animated work in addition to scripted work. So they want somebody that's able to cover both. And it also sounds like they're big enough that they have senior versus associate positions, but small enough that they're expecting you to do some sound design too. Exactly. If you're in editing, you're not gonna just edit one style in commercial world. Yes. You know, if you're like maybe in Hollywood, you might be just, you know, editing featured film. <laughs> but you will How have- How lucky you are. <laughs> you will likely, if you're like serious editor, you'll likely have experience in a lot of different uh, formats mm. and style. Mm. So this sounds like a pretty serious job posting to me. They're looking for people who have actual experience of editing. Right. Uh, which I appreciate because they're not asking for producing, beyond the like concept building, mm. you know, or they just really want you to do serious vi video editing yeah. job. So it's kind of weird. So that I sounds it was like a good... respect for the enormity of post-production work. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely the post-production mm. house. That's why they do have more specific job posting. But I think this will be a kind of good start. Mm. This is a position in America, in New York. Video editor. Be the guardian of all media. Ingest, log, sync, organize, back it up more than once. Cut, refine, and deliver quickly and efficiently. Make it look and sound excellent every time. Handle file conversions, compressions, disk mm. authoring, and uploads. Um, you know, be a seer of emerging production technology and leverage it. Mm -hmm. Fair standard. Super standards. All focused on post, all skills you'd expect of an editor, right? 
here's the requirements. Okay, self-manager, love to cut. You know your software and then some. Final Cut Pro 10 and Final Cut Pro 7, Adobe Creative Suite, Adobe Premiere After Effects, etc. Avid Media Composer. Okay. Okay? Sorry, that's okay for you? Like, they're asking to know Premiere and Final Cut as well. Okay. Final Cut Pro 7 has not been around for a decade at this point. (laughs) Final Cut Pro 7 is dead. (laughs) Apple has killed it. Any job posting that is asking me as a video editor to be comfortable working in Final Cut Pro 7 and at the same time is asking me to be a seeker of emerging production technology? (laughs) What are you? Are you cutting edge or are you not up with the trend? What? (laughs) (laughs) To mention Adobe... Sorry, to mention Final Cut Pro 7 in your job posting in 2021 tells me that you are not with it. You're not cutting edge. Not good for you. The truth is, like, we're not doing this to bash on companies. This is as much for people that want to take good video positions to be able to recognize when a company knows what it's talking about. As much as it is for companies that want to hire video people, here's what you need to write to make it appealing to real video people. Exactly. This is not what it is. Right. If you're looking for a video editor, Mm. producer, Mm. uh, animator, Mm. I think we should definitely give them like tips to how to attract good candidates as well. Okay. And if they do attract candidates, what are in the interview? What are they looking for? What should they be even looking for? Mm. How about that? Let's go sure. with video editor, sure, because that's what sure. your domain is. What do you? What should you ask? What should they looking for? Right. So the number one thing is keep it focused on editing. When you're all over the place, it signals to potential applicants that you don't know what you're doing, that you don't have enough budget, that you don't have a clear idea of what role video is playing in your company. So the more specific you can get and the more narrowly you keep it focused on one particular aspect, like editing or filming or producing or screenwriting, those are all different things. And so the more you keep it focused on that, Mm -hmm. the better quality applicants you will attract. Yeah, exactly. As an applicant, there's probably three things that I really want to know. The number one thing is what will I be editing? Will it be ads? Is it going to be documentary? Have you not decided yet? Is it going to be kind of internal videos? Is it going to be learning materials, tutorials? Is it going to be on YouTube? Like, what am I editing? The number two question I'm going to have is how big is the team? Am I responsible for doing this all by my lonesome? Is there a team available to me? It's not necessarily a bad thing to only have one person on the team because it gives me a lot of agency over the videos that I do. I get to suggest things because there's nobody else working. But if you are part of a team, I'm going to want to know because that's something I'm going to ask in the interview. So you might as well just put it in the job post. Third thing, is this a full-time position or not? Be very, very clear about that because that's the worst when you think you're applying to a full-time position and it's a six-month project. Exactly. So editing is a little bit different than other kind of parts of the video production jobs because it's really hard to tell what you contributed as an editor really made a difference to the final product. Mm. What as an employer will be looking for? I like it when somebody has a link. Ask for links to examples of their work. You want to see the thing that they edited from start to finish, or at least you want to see a clip of it. You don't want to see something with music that shows you shots because that's not that's not a very good indicator indicator of what quality is. Exactly. That's a really great solid point. But I'd argue it's not even just video editing. 
let's say that you're a cinematographer and they want somebody that can film videos too. They're looking for somebody that can actually do the creation camera, of the videos, camera, camera work, work, you know. Then if I just send you a reel and it's just got clips of nice shots, you don't really kind of know whether my footage is good enough to be cut together. You won't know what my coverage is like, what my sense of camera motion is like, how it how it kind of relates to the acting of a scene. If the cinematography is for comic videos, like that job posting we saw, comedic videos and also unscripted videos, you kind of want to see that I can do both scripted comedy and documentary. You need to see that I can do both of those things as a camera person. So it's not even just video editing. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's true. So if you're looking for a video producer, do you know anything? For a producer? Yeah, producer. What you would want to see from somebody that's a good producer is you'd want to see that they can work in a variety of budgets. That's totally true. Because if whatever you're doing at your company is successful, you want them to be able to tackle larger teams, be able to work with a larger budget, be able to deliver a much more elaborate project with more moving parts. So you want a producer that's able to do both. Mm -hmm. Additionally, producers usually are responsible for hiring talent. So if you have a, a producing role that you want somebody to, to help create yeah. video for your company, you kind of want somebody that has a network built in. That's a really great point. Yep. You already want someone who has already like people you can call, have a great data or have a great rule of X. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the case where like a video editor reference is probably less important than a producer reference mm -hmm. because you want the people that have worked with a producer in the past to have a really positive experience and be willing to work with them again. From all this kind of conversation right now, mm. I am kind of gathering the information that you really need to pitch as a company that you're going to work with a really great team. As you said, film is not a one-man show. Mm. You can't do everything together. But I think you should, it's very important for people to say, like, we have a really great team here to work with right. as well. I think that could be a really great merit. Huge to, selling point. Yeah, to people who are always, like, a specialist in their own thing to find someone they can jam with. It's really hard for one person to deliver on all the promises. And even though I have been that person that does it, it's draining and it's frustrating. And we're creative types. It's not a very comfortable, long-term, wonderful working experience. Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to say. That person won't last a year. That person will get burnt out. They're enthusiastic, love to start working, and then we'll push it, and then we'll take in like the thing they have to do six months, and then a year they resent you, and then they're gonna yes. really not last. And it's not just about that person being paid well, it's also about having enough budget for them to actually do a good job. Because your expectations that the video will look a certain way, and chances are you're not setting aside enough budget, to reach that vision and the video person that's in charge of it is going to be frustrated and stressed out. Yeah, that also happens a lot that they just hire this person to do magic and they're like have no budget for video. Like, right. And they expect some like kind of miracle and then somehow that's the video person's fault because it falls into their hands with to make something but with limited budget, restrictive um, resources, really it's hard to make out of you know, out yeah. of nothing. You won't have a good enough video. You're, the person creating the video will be frustrated and stressed out and ultimately leave. They won't last very long. Nobody wins. If you're going to do it, do it right. And if you take a hard look at your budget and you realize that you don't have enough to do it right, then consider not doing it. Yep, exactly. 
There's an article I read ages ago that I think is really, really important when it comes to job postings. It's called the confidence gap. For the most part, women don't apply for jobs if they don't meet all the requirements, and men apply for jobs where they meet some of the requirements. <laughs> Right? Big difference. Very big difference. So women feel like it says I have to do sound mixing. I don't have sound mixing experience, so I won't apply. That's don't do that. Apply anyway. <laughs> Maybe the type of sound mixing they need is the thing that you can just watch some tutorials on YouTube and figure out the basic version of. Yeah, they might have already. It might like, be fine. They might already have like a setting as well. You know, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. If you ask me. I say that I can't do sound mixing and color correction. I'm not a sound designer. I can't do really great sound design work. Can I do a basic mix? Yes. Can I do basic color correction? Yes. Can I do basic title work? Yes. You will never catch me telling that to somebody in a conversation. So don't put it as a requirement in the job posting. When we have a conversation, you ask how comfortable are you with audio mixing, then you'll get a feel for whether or not I know what I'm talking about with audio mixing. I'll say, I'm not great at sound design, but I know how to make something broadcast safe. And that gives you an idea. Okay, I'm not a mixer. I'm not gonna be mixing for a living, but can I do the basics? Yes. I think it was a really great film stuff episode where if you're looking for a job and what you can weed out and have questions for if you are really serious about the field. Yeah. The good news is there's jobs out there. So if you are looking for a position that pays for you to make videos for a living. There's a lot. There's a lot. That's a dream that can come true, my friend. Mm -hmm. That's a positive thing rather than like not having jobs. Right. Yeah, so. so you kind of have your choice. You have your pick of the litter. You have lots of different options that you can breeze through and try and pick one that matches where it is that you want to go with your career. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks for listening to today's film stuff. Mm. And I hope it was an entertaining one. We had a really great yeah. fun with it. To the puzzle! To the puzzle!